Hold up. Is that real life? What's up, guys? And welcome back to another episode of Be Real with Bonnie. Today, I'm so excited because I have one of my favoriteest people in the world for the past three years on with me today. And it's exciting because it's my first phone interview, which I'm super stoked about. Okay, so everybody, welcome Karen, but not that Karen. How are you doing? (laughs) I am well. How are you? Fantastic. Okay, so I'm super excited because I feel like we're one in most areas of life, which is not a bad thing. I would agree with that. I would agree with that. It was like love at first sight. Love at first introduction. Um, We've had, which we will get to at the end of this, but we have had a lot of good times together. I don't think we've ever had a bad time. I don't think so either. No, no, we do not bring bad times to the party. No, no need for bad times. No, 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 no. Life is way too short for that. Okay, so we've known each other for about three years now, but honestly, I feel like it's been longer because we just clicked at the instant we met, which history a little bit of us is your sister's brother-in-law used to work with my father-in-law and racing kind of brought us together and so with your sister your brother-in-law um my father-in-law it's kind of how it all started but it's gone above and beyond racing I would say way above and beyond racing (laughs) now you're like stuck with me (laughs) not necessarily a bad thing. Okay. So I asked you to type out a little bit of bio for me so we can kind of get to know you and you were born and raised. So let's see, let me get my notes out here for you folks. Okay. So born in California, where did it go? Born in California. There you go. You start. And once my mom and, and stepdad got married, we moved to Arizona in New Mexico, and that's pretty much where I was raised, between Arizona and New Mexico. Maybe that is also why we're one, because I was born in New Mexico. There you go. Good old Hobbs, New Mexico. Don't really remember Ooh. we moved when I was six, so that's all I can tell you. All I know is hot there. Okay, so you graduated, though, from Arizona. I did. I graduated in 95. Uh, valedictorian of my class, which I absolutely—it was a very love. small class, but I still was first. <laughs> I don't care how many people. <laughs> What's your favorite saying? If you're not first, you're last. If you're not first, you're last. <laughs> well, one of the favorite sayings. Okay, so all you like 27 people that graduated with her, you're last. No, I'm just kidding. I have no idea what your grade was or how many. I graduated with 116. Oh, there were 35 of us. Literally, I was close. Maybe I should go to the casino today. I was pretty close to that one. There you go. Wow. Um, which I love too that you graduated as valedictorian. That was I kind of liked it too. Yeah, I mean that's something to brag about. I never like shot for the stars. I showed up like I was supposed to, and that was it. I mean, I got in my share of trouble. Um, My sister was two years older than me, so she had to drag me along wherever she went. So. Um, yeah, we got in lots of trouble together. <laughs> we should have you both on sometime. Let's talk about those. Cause I, you guys are a hoot. Um, okay. So would you ever move back there to Arizona or New Mexico? No, 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 it's too hot. 
I want something cooler. Let's talk about hot. Where do you live now, though? That's why I don't want to live here anymore, because <laughs> Southeast Texas is hot and humid, and I'm ready to not be here. Move to Oklahoma. We have all four seasons here. Yeah, where it's super windy all the time. And you're not wrong. Cold. You're also not wrong. Okay, your ideal place to live then in the United States? Somewhere with four seasons. Okay. Um, I don't know. Idaho, Utah, Montana. Idaho. Idaho. Utah. Definitely Idaho. <laughs> <laughs> um, okay. So next step in life, graduate college. I went to college in New Mexico. Um, Where in New Mexico? In a little town called Silver City. It's in southwest New Mexico. Um, It is a nice little town. And that's where I went to school. Um, I majored in marketing and minored in economics. I did graduate college with honors. My gosh, look at you go. Really excelling at life. Even back then. Even back then. College was also another thing that I just showed up when I was supposed to. What is it? D's get degrees? <laughs> hey, whatever works. <laughs> right. That was my motto. Um, okay. So that was in 99. Do you want me to make you feel old? I don't. Oh, okay. Because my daughter does enough of that for me. Oh, I love that sweet soul. Yeah. Um, okay. So what, so you start Arizona. So then you went back to New Mexico. What made you go to college there? Did you apply? Did you get accepted? Did you, what? So when I graduated high school, I had scholarships to lots of schools in uh, Arizona. So I did start at the University of Arizona. Um, I had to m- maintain a 4.0 GPA and I made, I did a, a 3.5. So I lost my scholarship. Biscuits. Yes. And uh, the school in New Mexico was close to home. Um and I didn't have to pay out-of-state tuition. That's where I ended up. I never – I wanted to go to Oklahoma State, but I knew I would, like, party my way out of there. So I never even thought about, like, out-of-state, technically. I mean, you don't have to pay out-of-state tuition, but yeah. I always went to the colleges around home. Which now, being well, a parent, I hope my kids do the same. This one was like two hours from home. Um, and I did work uh, part-time all through college. Um, at one point, I was working in Arizona full-time and going to school full-time, testing concrete. Testing so that was fun. concrete? Testing concrete. My very first job, testing concrete. Please explain to me what testing concrete means. When concrete is poured, uh, tests, certain tests have to be done for the strength and the slump. And I also tested soils to see how much moisture was in them and that type of stuff. So that was my very first job. Did you put your handprints and your name and initials in year? No, you can't do that. Well, they're Debbie Downers. I'm not here for that. <laughs> I've always wanted to do that. I've yet to do that. Um, okay, so also another... I mean, I know these things, but like, we'll get to the amazing, like everything's amazing, but then it's like big girl time. So you start working for the company that you are still working for. So what is it? 21 years now? 
for 21 years, I've worked for a construction and engineering company called KBR. I work in project controls uh, in the cost department. So basically what I do is I tell the client how much a job is going to cost when we're finished. Okay. So if, if they say at the beginning of the job, okay, this is going to be a million dollar job. I tell them through looking at different things in the economy, wage rates, um, materials, how much everything is going to cost at the end. We can make sure that there's enough money for the entire project. And how's that going with the shithole of economy that we're in? <laughs> it just came to me. It's not bad only because the industries that we work in haven't really been impacted too much by the shithole of the economy that we have. That's amazing. And I think too, because you like all the accomplishments that you have and still working, I don't know if I know anybody that is still working for a company that they work for or started with. How do you not own the company yet? First off, like, <laughs> how do you not own it yet? And then it's like, because when people meet you, you are so fun, laid back, go with the flow, fun person. And you like valedictorian, like those people are serious. Not that you're not serious. You know what I mean? Like you're fun. You're not like, Oh no. <laughs> That's not economically correct. I can't do that. You know what I mean? No, like, how am I not a nerd? And yes. <laughs> yes. You took the words right out of my mouth. I don't know. I just prefer to have fun over being serious. I'm serious when I need to be. But even while I'm being serious, I'm just me. I don't right. let too much bother me. You can't, though. Life is way too short to deal with crap. I agree. I agree. See, I just try to have fun in everything I do, and that keeps me going. There you have it. You can be a nerd and have fun. You go. Life motto right there. I'm <laughs> here for it. Okay, so some fun things about your job, which when you told me this story was the night in Austin, Texas. I yes, like. the night. The night. So... Okay, we're not going to go into detail. It was the night. Anyways, um, so you went to Iraq for your job. In 2003, I was offered the chance to go to Iraq. Um, I didn't have kids or significant other, anything like that. Um, they offered me a lot more money than what I was making. Um, so I decided, what the hell? Let's go have an adventure. Um, so I went 2003 to 2006. Um, and what we basically did was support the military in any way, anything that they needed, we provided meals, laundry, um, mail service. We did all of their, um, we maintained their gyms, athletic facilities, housing, everything. But for the same company that you were working with? The same company, yeah, for okay. KBR. Okay, so... What's the craziest thing that you saw over there while you were there? Um, lots of... Well, that I guess you could talk about. We spent a lot of time in bomb shelters or bunkers due to... Um, we were inside the green zone, so that was 
had a lot of diplomats and um, higher ranking military officials. So we were a very large target for people shooting rockets and mortars and that kind of stuff into the green zone or car bombs at the entrances. Um, so yeah, we spent a lot of time in the bunkers. And I think that would probably be some of the the scariest times and the funnest times. Mixed together. Once again, once again, I was having fun. I was having fun. Because I'm, I'm not having fun, I'm not doing it. Uh, I'm not doing it. Put me on a plane back. <laughs> Did you love it or hate it? Or was it a mix? It was a mix. Would you go back? I loved the experiences that I had. Um, I loved the things that I got to see, the people that I met. I loved being able to help the military in any way that I could, because that is the whole reason that we were there. Um, I hated being away from family. Yeah, of right. course, the, the danger that I, you know, that I was in, but that was also kind of the fun part. When you ate, did you have to eat like military food, like in those bags? Aren't they like bags of food and they like suction them up? So depending on how things were going, there were some times that, yes, we did have to do MREs, which are the the, the uh, food in the bags. Um, but no, we had very good dining facilities. Um, Y'all bougie over there in that sand hole. We were. And let me tell you, we had our uh, manager for our dining facility was from Louisiana. So we had the best food because she made sure that everything was wonderful um so no we ate great we had access to um a couple different swimming pools we had gyms we had um yeah pretty much everything you could want people come in to clean your room do your laundry wasn't a bad deal uh no so you're living the bougie life over there yeah in the middle of the desert. <laughs> in the middle of the desert. And what, a war too? In the middle of a war. Yeah, we was bougie. <laughs> I'm going to go get a pedicure today. And we, was before we, knew what, we was bougie before we knew what bougie was. Dang, look at you. Look at you. See, another thing. Like, <laughs> your life, you need to write a book. You need to write a book. Um, okay, so once you got back, you got married? I did because I met my husband in Iraq. You did. And I did. See, yet another thing. Worked for KBR as well. Um, so we met there. And uh, a year after I got home, we got married. And you had your beautiful daughter. And then along came Julie, which is the absolute love of my life. Um, kids, they'll get you. They will. You think you're a badass until you have kids. And then you realize you're not. You're not. And then when you have a badass moment, they really take you down. They humble you. It's a good, great way to put it. Thank you. I'm learning in this seven and a half years, especially when you have a daughter first. They really bring you down to reality. And then everybody, it's like looking in a mirror. <laughs> um, okay, so you guys met over in Iraq, which is another crazy thing, too, because you would think that you guys worked for the same company you would meet in the states because where is yes. he from he was from south carolina oh just kidding 
Yeah, and had only worked for KBR just going overseas. He was in the fire department because um, they also that's KBR where you went also, wrong. I know fire department. Yes. <laughs> we'll have yes. to share stories offline with that one. <laughs> yeah, something else in common. <laughs> yeah. See, another thing. God said, "Yep, these two need to be together." <laughs> okay, you guys were married five years. We were married five years. And uh, then we got divorced. He was overseas still the whole time we got married. And I just, I didn't get married to be a single married mother, woman. Yeah, that's usually not how it goes. So I, we got divorced and that was almost 13 years ago. Dang. My dad stayed single for 13 years. I mean, he dated here and there. But single as in like on paper, not married before he married my stepmom. I feel like I've dated here and there, but Julie has been my priority. And it seems like it was hard to find somebody that understood that or that didn't either. They didn't understand that she was my priority or they wanted to make her their priority. And no, she's mine, not yours. (laughs) I... I mean, I know you've heard me say it, but I say it all the time. Like, obviously, never say never. But I honestly feel that, like, if something were to happen to Shane and I, I wouldn't for the fact because mine are littler. But I been through divorce. My mom's been married four times, all divorced. My dad's been married twice, still married to a second wife. But, like, blended families and... If he has kids, they're probably not going to be as cool as mine. I mean, my daughter drag races for crying out loud. Not a lot of cool kids out there like that. And mine are pretty cute. So his are probably going to be fugly. They're very cute. That's that's going to be hard to mix that, right? Like, I just, I don't know. I just, I'm like, I feel the same like you. Like, my kids will always trump whether that be good that's or what bad. She, that's what Julie does she trumps everything if she needs something if whatever she comes first with everything even with my job and even my job knows that that if my daughter has something going on I'm there I'm not I'm not married to my job I'm married to my daughter basically I need your job when you retire can you just hand it over to me <laughs> sure thanks be like uh, I'm just taking care in the spot thank you very much <laughs> um so being single for 13 years and dating here and there, like, what would be your, how do you guys manage co-parenting? Good, bad, and different. All the things. Um, honestly, I do my thing at my house and I make sure that she is taken care of and she has what she needs. Um, I make sure she has rules and boundaries and and that kind of stuff. And honestly, my sister and, and, uh, brother-in-law help me out a lot with that as well. Um, she's only with her dad, which is a good thing. Um, that totally cut out. So I don't know what you said. Might be a good thing. She's only with him every other weekend. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Um, 
so, you know, we just try to do the best we can to make sure that she has what she needs. You do that's about have it. strong people behind you. Yes, I do. Which is um, awesome to see. I could not have done what I have done um, for one without my sister. She has been a huge rock in my life um, throughout everything that I have been through. She is, I think, my biggest supporter. And she's definitely your biggest cheerleader. Yes. Yes, ma'am. Um, okay, so from the remarried, I know we dabbled in it a little bit, but what would be, what would you say, why and what is your main reason for not remarrying yet? Because I feel like, too, like with my dad on the other week, it was like, we talked about how he didn't rush into marriage and things like that. And I feel like you guys are both the same. But coming from my background, I mean, I was younger when my mom married my sister's dad, but I felt like it was quickly. And then the fourth husband wasn't so quickly, but from the time they met till they got married and divorced was like two years. So I'm kind of used to seeing like women jump quickly because you're a bomb ass bitch that like, I mean, you do it all. By myself. And I always have, by, even right, when, by yourself. even when I was married because he wasn't home, I did everything pretty much by myself. So, and I think I've just gotten used to that. And yeah. I don't know how I would manage for one. I don't want the headache of another marriage, not saying it would end in divorce, but that's a whole pain in the ass. It is. Cause some days you have to take the trash down to the end of your driveway. I have to do that all the time, but I don't mind it. I have a short driveway. <laughs> uh, yeah. You don't have a mile long driveway like I do when your husband has a truck with a hitch, but it's fine. Okay. Anyways, I just don't think that you need that piece of paper. If you find somebody that you bond with and that is the same as you and that makes you a better person. I don't see that you need that one piece of paper to share your life with somebody. Would you ever get married again though? Like say you meet somebody and you're like, this is awesome. This is good. And he's the same way, but he's like, I want to get married. Like, I want you to have my last name. I want, would you get married again? I mean, I don't know. I would never say never. Right. But it would have to be a hell of a situation um, for me to get married again. Do I get to be a bridesmaid? If you do. Ugh. Can I throw your bachelorette party? <laughs> Absolutely. Yes. Me and your sister are taking this there one. There you go. <laughs> oh, man. I don't know. After last weekend, I feel like I feel like it would be good. It would be epic. We would definitely record all of that. Um, okay. What is one piece of advice you'd give someone in your shoes? Single mom working for the same company for over two decades. You travel like a mofo, which we will get to. You literally are goals in a lot of women's eyes. The advice that I would give and that I've already given Julie uh, and a few other younger um, women is to make sure you can provide yourself with the lifestyle that you want to live on your own. 
do not be dependent on anybody for anything. And once you know that you can provide yourself with the life that you want, then you can look for, you know, a significant other, a spouse, whatever, but make sure you can do it yourself. I, I don't, would never want to be dependent on a man. I never have been. And I don't like to see women who are because that just creates a bad situation or could potentially create a bad situation. Oh, no, for sure. For sure. I've always said growing up, like watching my mom, she was always a stay at home mom or had like a part time job and things like that. And it was like, I don't want that. Because I felt the same, I still do the same way, especially now having like a daughter. I feel the same exact way. I don't want to depend on a man. And yes, I'm never in my wildest dreams that I ever say I wanted to be a stay-at-home mom. Ever. Ever, ever. I didn't know, obviously, all the things that came with it. Because I'm not going to lie, I stereotyped it and was like, y'all sit on the couch and eat bonbons. Which some days I do. Not bonbons, but watch my reality (laughs) TV and... (laughs) get to enjoy the peace and quiet but I also I mean we share 50 50 in our business and I do the back end and things like that but I didn't grow up ever wanting to be a stay-at-home mom I wanted to be able to support myself like everything that you just said and then it's like I think it's so important my mom was a single mom and she did so much for my sister and I but at the same time I always worried what would happen if mom and dad got divorced where does that leave my mom and my sister and I and I never wanted Julie to have to worry about that and I wanted to be somebody that Julie could look at and say hey my mom did this I can too I think everybody that listens to this needs to look at you and be like yep yep because especially being a woman not that like women can't do the same thing as men and like all the things, but we get that stereotype where it's like, you know, you have to, you cannot prevail as well because most people think that, right? You, does that make sense? Like, it does. It does. A lot of people think that women can't do what men can do or we can't do uh, it better. God forbid we do it better. Which, let's be honest, we all do it better, okay? We all do it better. I mean, hello. We can. Yeah. I run this household. Like, I do it all. Run it like a boss. I really do. Sometimes I get sick of it, though. It's tiring. Yes, it is. God, it's so damn tiring. Um, okay. So, speaking of living your life to the fullest and the lifestyle that you want, let's talk about this. This is another thing. That we discussed that night in Austin. Uh, the night. We will get to that. I promise you guys. So <laughs> we can't leave them hanging on that. And I don't mind telling no. the story because I think it's hilarious. It's All the story. places that you have traveled. Which, again, a lot of people travel. That's great. But, like, I'm talking. This thing is making noises and I don't like it. Okay, you've been to Canada, Mexico, ne- Netherlands, Belize. Tahiti, Costa Rica, Australia, Bahamas, UAE, the United Arab Emirates, Dubai. Oh, okay. Why didn't you just say Dubai? <laughs> you don't want to be too fancy over here. 
You know, they have a Housewives of Dubai. And I couldn't really get into it. I wonder if your sister watches that one. I don't know if she does or not. Is it as bougie as the show makes it to be? Yes. So you have to be like a kajillionaire to live there. Basically. Is their money like more or less than ours? I have no idea. I just know they have a lot more of it than we do. Let's go there. Let's move there. Do they have four seasons? No. They they have one season hot. Oh. I was going to say they probably have four seasons hotel. No, it it gets, I mean, it gets cold in the winter, but the winter is not very long. What is their cold though? Is it like Oklahoma cold? It's like in the thirties. Mm. It's because it's desert. So it does get cold in the winter. Did you ride a camel there? No. Oh. I did see a few, but no, I did not ride any camels. Boring. <laughs> so you've been to Kuwait, Iraq, Jordan, Chile, What's that one? Argentina. Argentina. Boli- or Brazil. And then what's the Uruguay. last? Uruguay. What is that? Where's that? South America. South America. I mean, you've been everywhere. You should have Good your travel. own private jet. I agree. Like they should give one to somebody that's like ranked up the most flyer <laughs> miles. Okay. Out of all those places, which one would you say is your favorite? Anything with a beach. So Belize and Tahiti, uh, the Bahamas was great. I just, I love the beach. I loved when we were planning our 10-year anniversary trip. And I was talking to you and you're like, yeah, I haven't really been there because it's like, ugh. And I'm over (laughs) here like, oh my God, we're going to Cabo. (laughs) And you're all, no. Yeah, well, it's going to be a first. (laughs) Thanks, ma'am. But looking at this, like list over here I'd be the freaking same way so anything with the beach why'd you anything go... with the beach looking at Jordan why'd you go there on my way to Iraq they flew us through Jordan and then um while we were there they closed the airport in Baghdad so I ended up staying a week or two in Jordan in Amman Jordan was it beautiful it was very beautiful Let's say that. What's the most beautiful place you have been to that you would say? I mean, I think they all, like, I try to find beauty in everything. So they all have their own unique aspect to them that makes them beautiful. I mean, of course, Belize, Tahiti. I mean, the water is amazing. Um, Diving is amazing. Have you ever went scuba diving? I got certified in Australia on the Great Barrier Reef. Good God. Yes, I've been. What have you done diving. with your life? Uh, mowed the yard today. <laughs> you took the trash out. I walked the trash down my mile-long driveway. Yeah, yeah, that's a freaking achievement in itself. Um. Okay. So, what is something you would tell your younger self? Have more fun. Don't take everything so serious. Enjoy what you can while you can. Um, yeah, just have fun. I like it. Life is way too short to be miserable and boring and worried about things that in the end don't matter. In the end don't matter. I agree with that. If you could go back and redo one thing in your life, what would it be and why? Absolutely nothing. See, my dad had the same answer. 
because you never know what one small decision in your life could have changed your entire path. And I love where I am right now in my life. I love the people that are in my life. I love That's everything about my life right now. And there's no telling if I would have changed. And it could have just been one small thing. You just weren't really deep right there. I mean, I agree. I feel like everything's a part of your journey and your story. Like yeah. I even simply say <laughs> my lovely, awesome playboy bunny tattoo that's tie dyed. But everybody's yep. like, do you regret that? Cause I was 17 fake ID all the thing. And I'm like, no, I mean now watching the documentary, do I want to cover it up? Hell yeah. I never wanted to be a playboy bunny. It was one of those <laughs> stupid random, you know, you go spring break to Padre and you get, oh, I know a couple of girls that have done that. You get the four leaf clover tattoo. Or the tramp stamp. Uh -huh. But uh -huh. it's like, no, it's part of my story. And it's funny. And trust me, when I'm pregnant, it's the Easter Bunny. So it's even And you more can funny. look back on that and you can remember that time in your life and laugh at it or cry about it or whatever right. you want to do about it. But I mean, no, there, I, I would say there are some things, though, that I wish I could, like, not wish could go back and redo, but I would choose maybe the other the other way there there's probably some things like I could have been nicer to my mom I could have you know that kind of stuff I could have answered the phone more often when parents called or just you know that type of stuff not because you know not knowing that they weren't going to be around forever um but as far as decisions and, and the path that I took, I wouldn't change anything because there's no telling what would have changed if I would have made one decision as opposed to another. Very well. I might not know you. And then where would we be? Oh, your life would be so boring. Exactly. This list, <laughs> this list of places wouldn't have happened. <laughs> None of the fun stories would have happened. I no, I agree with that. I agree with that. And plus the life that you have lived and are living, like I said, like I'm not just saying it to talk about it on here, but like goals. Like I would love for my daughter to grow up and be a Karen. But not that kind. But not that kind of Karen. And what is it? Karen is Sharon, but this Karen ain't Sharon. That's right. <laughs> All the one liners. <laughs> okay, so going to the Austin story. Yes. I don't know. I feel like we've had a lot of good times in the short three years that we have been in each other's lives. But long story short, we go for Shane's birthday and your sister's birthday. We get a house. It's got a pool. Then we rent a boat the next day. It was a short, fun, kid-free weekend. I just got to yes. throw that in there, like, because it is okay to do things without your children. I had to learn the yeah. hard way, but you have to. You, have to. you got to remember yourself before children. So get there. And I always say I got roofied. I did not, folks. <laughs> I did not get roofied. <laughs> Nobody roofied me, but I got roofied. And don't remember, but apparently there was streaking involved. Curtain Some rods. destruction of yeah. destruction of private property, streaking, <laughs> ducks, ducks, mallards, mallards, um, pink briefcases, peach, pre 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 <laughs> good heavens to Betsy's. 
Yes. So that was all in one night. And then I think, and people reenacting it is the greatest part about it. But Karen's taking a shower. I'm running through the house naked. My husband went to sleep at like two o'clock in the afternoon. So he's zero help for your sister. And I know bless her heart. And then I try to get her to shower. I don't know why, but I needed a shower. So we wake up the next day. That's, I think, a funny part, too, because Mark was outside picking up stuff, <laughs> and I walked out there in a towel, woke up, didn't know why I was naked, walk outside, and I'm like, what are you doing? And immediately he starts talking, and I'm like, can you please be quiet? My head hurts. And he's like, you just asked me what I was doing. And I was like, and I just asked you to stop talking because my head hurts. And yet so you're much. still talking. <laughs> and yet here you are still talking. So then we get on a boat. What's that lake? Canyon? Canyon Lake. The absolute prettiest lake I've ever seen in my entire life. Way better than some of parts of the ocean that I've seen because my list is not like this, like yours is. But I kept calling it the ocean. No Canyon. named, should stay no named. Kept, um, what she do? Like correcting me. So then it just became a challenge. And as we're standing at one of these beach parts, this white mallard, that's right, folks. There are white mallards at Canyon They do Lake. exist. They do exist with blue crystal eyes. Comes flying down. Oh, and by the way, like, remember at my birthday party, everybody kept asking, because you got me for my birthday, a white mallard with cr blue crystal eyes on a plaque. Or what I is did. that called? Is it a plaque? Yeah, um, it'll, that'll work as a plaque. Okay. And you put a little name tag on there. And so everybody's like, why would you get a duck for your birthday? It's like, why would I not get a duck for my birthday? Could you not? <laughs> yeah, first off. So I explained this like story at my birthday party. And of course, everybody's like, what? And then some people are cracking up laughing. Some people aren't surprised at the story <laughs> because of the way we are. So anyways, we're standing in this beach area having a great time. And I look up and this duck is flying towards me. And I'm talking, it gets so close to me and it like turns to land and it's like right by my face. Like we had a moment, like we connected eyes and it was like, <laughs> I just followed it into the beach. Prettiest eyes ever. So then I also got corrected that there's no white mallards. Yes. What's the Several other? times you were Several corrected. Times. There's no white mallards. It's probably the white claws that we're talking, but. Now you have proof that there are white mallards. Now I, you know sitting on my mantle and then okay so then to finish that that happens and I'm like oh my gosh you guys like I wasn't all I could have reached up and grabbed the duck <laughs> I should have and taken it home with me be my little pet so we get left from by the boat because they were supposedly like gonna hit another boat I don't know I think they just wanted to leave us so I, I swim back because mind you guys my husband is six four and cannot swim like he can keep himself afloat but he does not know how to swim so there is no David Hasselhoff with this man and I I jet back to the boat and um you got stuck with Slauson yeah making sure that he <laughs> made it back okay <laughs> with a floaty or raft and yeah, what did so they... little five four me is trying to make sure <laughs> that six whatever Slauson is gonna make it back okay. With the floaty. And what did they say? Grab onto the floaty. 
So they wanted me to grab onto the floaty that's attached to Shane, who can't swim. <laughs> As you guys are cracking up laughing, getting water waves splashed up onto <laughs> yes. you. That's a great group of friends we have. I just would like to throw out there. Yes. And it's like as soon as I got to the boat, they would have to take off. Whatever. We're here. We're striving and thriving, people. We made it. We made it back. We made it back. Um, okay, I want to dabble a little bit on this, too, because it just came to me. But you are dating somebody right now. I am dating somebody. And he is super awesome. And he kind yes. of, he stayed after last weekend. I did. I gave him one chance after a weekend with the group. I told him he had one chance to flee. And he did not. And so we now all banked up. on, like, he probably had an alarm set at, like, 3 o'clock in the morning to sneak out. <laughs> and he did not. He stayed. Uh, so now he's stuck. And, uh, yeah, he fits in great with the group. He was, I was told he was christened in with our group. Yeah. Yeah. I got that. I got that one, too. I got told that. I was like, well, that was awful nice. Yes. Did he enjoy himself last weekend? He did. He had such a great time and is now totally hooked on racing. Um, even told me that he stayed up Sunday night and watched FS1 for the race that was in Phoenix this last weekend. Oh, yes, yes. Yeah, so he said you, uh, we are, he's hooked now. I mean, it's not a bad thing. You guys have, it's not. I mean, you have a lot in common. Yes, we do. And we have a great time together. And, um, and mind you that like times you've brought him around us, which obviously we're not like neighbors, but kind of some like wild, fun, crazy. Cause the races are crazy, especially like being in the pits 24 seven. Like you guys, I mean, yes, you go around and look and stuff, but you guys are right there in the action. Yes. And so and I think he enjoyed that very much. Yeah. He can take my spot. Unless I shoot as he wear. I don't want to see him in one of your backup girl outfits. Well, I'm then, sorry. <laughs> I will cut the brisket and eat corn dogs if he'll switch me. I'll talk to him. Yeah, let me know on that one. But, like, it's a lot, and it's crazy, and it's a very long day. It's a very long day because it's a lot of hurry up and wait. Yes. So the patience you've got to have. But then you brought him to, like, the reveal slash my birthday, which anything at Shit Show Lane is crazy and he's and he's still back for more okay I don't know if he is a keeper or if he's just like you know he might just be crazy that's what I was gonna say like not all cylinders are firing but I like it and we all liked him and he's a good sport so all the shit that he did get this weekend he's a good sport he is so I think he's gonna be around for a while okay I'm here for it yeah me too I'm here for it completely, 100%. So, but I do love that you are dating somebody. Yes, I do too. It's, it's, uh, and you make it and, work with like everything that we had just like talked about, like single mom working obviously with like the same company and doing great and still doing things that you want to do and not. Like now all of a sudden you have a man in your life and you're just like all about that. Well, we both enjoy the same things. So that helps a lot that the things that he likes doing, I like doing and vice versa. 
Um, so that helps a lot. He doesn't have kids, so he understands that I do, and she is my number one. He understands that. And I think, too, uh, when you present that to people, like, at first, they're like, yeah, that's totally fine until, like, it actually happens. You know Until what I, mean? I have to make the decision that Julie needs something ahead of his needs, and then that's how it happens, and he's fine with that. I love that because not a lot of people are. Like I said at the beginning, it's like, no, I totally understand. Yeah, 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 yeah. And then it happens, and you're like, wait. No. I and we both work in the same industry, so that helps as well. We can discuss our uh, you know, issues at work or whatever else is going on. And we understand what the other one is talking about. Yeah. You know, I own a business with my husband and half the time I still don't know what he's talking about. <laughs> <laughs> like any materials or pools or what I'm like, uh-huh. Yeah. Oh my gosh. Oh my gosh. Yeah. It didn't have a sun deck on the pool. What? <laughs> Trashy. No, I'm just kidding. But yes, I just wanted to, and you guys, and like you said, you guys make it work and I love it. I do. Cause it's hard and the dating world's hard. hard. Yes, it is. Especially when you haven't been in it for a minute, it's hard getting back into it. Um, luckily with this one, I met him through a mutual friend. So we didn't, we had known each other already before we started dating. Um, so there was not that awkward Oh, word for God. blind date or you know that <laughs> blind date <laughs> the catfishing stuff yes there was none of that I'm I mean I'm totally here for it I like it and him we all do I'm glad even the kids the kids they don't like a lot of people or like talk I should say they'll be like hey okay bye and that's about it. It's like, well, that's your one high for today. Okay. At the end of every burning question, or every burning question I'm staring at, it, at the end of every episode, I do a burning question. Okay. So I have three cards laid out since you are not here. I will pick, or you pick, but I will read it. So you have one, two, and three, and one starts on the left. Let's go three. Lucky number three. If a, Okay. If a genie granted you three wishes right now, what would you wish for? Let's see. The first one I think would be probably the obvious money. Um, enough to make sure that everybody in my family and even my friend's family were happy and, and covered. Um, where's that genie in a bottle? I'm rubbing that shit. I know. Um, number two. I have no idea. Is Karen speechless? I think so. Because <gasps> I don't, I mean, there's not a whole lot that I need or want that would make me happier than I already am. Is that cheesy? That's probably cheesy, but. I mean, it's, it is, but it's not. Oh, I don't know. I guess maybe, um, I mean, obvious my mom and dad back. 
Um, and then number three, really a happy, healthy life for my daughter. Oh, you are so sweet. I love yeah. that. I'm over here like a nap not being interrupted. <laughs> Laundry to do itself. <laughs> and a, and a self-carrying uh, trash can. Yeah. Fine. I did it. I got my steps in. That was my workout for the day. I'm not mad about it. It's fine. Okay. So money, parents back, and a loving, healthy life for your daughter. I love it. Look at you kind of sentimental over here. Yeah. Can we not put that out of yeah. the world? We're going to edit that part, folks. We're going to edit that part. <laughs> No, thank you so much, though, for being on here. I absolutely love you. I love the life that you have lived, the choices that you have made, and you are an inspiration and need to be for, like, single moms out there. But well, you can you. do it. I appreciate that. Yeah, anybody can do it. That's what I'm saying. Like, I would be totally fine if my daughter was a Karen. Oh, just not that kind. Just, just not that kind, folks. <laughs> well, guys, that's all we have for you this week. Don't forget to check out the Instagram at Be Real with Bonnie. And until next time, be real.